Legal Technology Review, powered by the Cyber Advocate. I am your host, Brian Folk, civil litigator and author of the aforementioned Cyber Advocate. Well, it's been an exciting month. It has truly been one of March Madness. Um, I'm recording this podcast prior to the National Championship game, so don't tell me who won. In addition to all that kind of madness, the ABA Tech Show was held in Chicago, Illinois, from March 17th through 19th, and quite frankly, it was amazing. Uh, I was able to... It was my first time attending the conference, and I was able to meet a lot of really awesome people and had a great time and two very solid presentations, I think. One was with uh, Ms. Rochelle Washington of the D.C. Bar. We talked about the tools and technology for solos and small firms, how to start up an office. And the fun one was the Common Grounds, Android and iOS apps with uh, Tom Gale and Jeff Richardson. That was a very good time. We had talked about some great apps, but now we got a whole list of new ones. So let's just go ahead and get started. These are the best new apps for lawyers released or updated in March of 2016. This is a unique month in that there will be no official Windows Phone apps, given the fact that Microsoft recently announced that they're essentially setting aside the Windows mobile platform for the year. It appears more and more likely that the Windows mobile platform itself is simply going to fold as an individual operating system, and I'm probably not going to be mentioning them much in the future. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get get started here. We're going to dive in with the multi-platform apps. First on the list is Proton Mail by Proton Technologies AG. This is a free app for iOS and Android. Well, even before the Apple versus FBI uh, debacle began, the ABA Tech Show was already going to be about encryption and security, data security especially. Now, one of the great things that we know is, thanks to Edward Snowden, that we need to take extra security precautions. Thanks to Edward Snowden, we also know which uh, messaging app to use. By the way, that's Signal. That is the app that he uses to communicate with his attorneys that the ACLU strongly encourage it. That is a messaging app that has end-to-end encryption. There are also encrypted phone systems. In fact, if you have an iPhone, you have built-in encrypted audio and video calls. FaceTime, it's encrypted end-to-end. Now, one of the things that we don't really have or haven't had in the past is email. A good email client that has end-to-end encryption. Basically, for lawyers, the best thing we could hope to do was a secure client portal. Now, while client portals can be very helpful and useful when it comes to managing a client's account or passing documents, they're pretty cumbersome and not very easy to use when it comes to just basic email. Well, thanks to uh, a bunch of scientists at CERN and MIT who were just as upset by most of us privacy enthusiasts following the Snowden revelations, we have a Gmail-powered email system with end-to-end encryption called ProtonMail. Now, it has been in beta for two years. Over a million people have tested it, and it is now officially available to the public. It uses end-to-end encryption, it's done automatically, and is completely invisible to the user. All messages are stored in encrypted format from the minute you hit send to the minute they're received and read by the other, or by the recipient. Not even ProtonMail can read your messages. That is hugely important. And what's so great is it is a free app. There's A donate option, which I would actually encourage you to do because this is a very good foundation behind this project. ProtonMail is open source, which means you can have a security expert review it if you need to. And here's the really interesting part. Well, what happens when the FBI tries to uh, pressure them into creating backdoors? Well, they went ahead and incorporated in Switzerland. That's right. Swiss bank privacy laws protecting end-to-end encryption in email. Now, on top of everything else, this is an email client, so you have organization customizable swipe gestures, labels, push net notifications, and you can send and receive basic messages. You've got timers for messages, and you can even have self-destruct messages, which is interesting. You've got both encryption 
and ephemeral messaging right here in this one email app. You're even able to send password protected emails to non-ProtonMail addressees. It's got a modern user interface, full set of innovative features. It is a full featured email client with end-to-end -end encryption. All right, next up on the list, LastPass Authenticator by LastPass Inc. This is a free app for iOS, Android, and Windows Phone. Now, most of you may know LastPass as a password manager. In fact, it is one of two password managers that I recommend along with 1Password when discussing uh, password security with lawyers. And a password manager is great, but there's truly a whole new level between keeping your passwords in a password manager and using true multi-factor authentication. One of the most popular tools for authentication that doesn't involve someone texting your phone is Google Authenticator. There's another good one called Authy. Uh, what happens is try to log into a site, you have to open up the Google Authenticator app on your phone and you have a six-digit number that expires in a short period of time. You have to transfer that number. Well, if you're using an app in your phone, that can be a real pain. Now, one question that has come up before is, okay, so you have a password manager and that keeps your password safe. Well, what happens if the password manager is compromised? Well, LastPass actually has some experience with this, unfortunately. So you need to keep your password manager secure. Well, you're not going to remember you know, more than one complex password for a password manager. Trying to do anything else would be would actually reduce your security. Two-factor authenticate your LastPass account. Even if your password is compromised, your account cannot be activated. Now, you are able to mark devices as trusted, so you won't constantly be uh, pushed for a code on that device but your account is still otherwise universally protected with two-factor authentication. What you do is you, down in, you download the authenticator, you log into LastPass, you edit the multi-factor options and scan the barcode right with the LastPass authenticator app. You set your preferences, save your changes, and you have got two-factor authenticated protected password manager. And on top of that, a future update will include Google Authenticator style codes for other apps. That means that LastPass authenticator will be doing an amazing thing, basically defying gravity by making something more secure and more convenient at the same time. All right, next app on the list is Logo Foundry by Xlabs Technologies Limited. This is a free app, and it is pretty much what it says it is. It's a logo manufacturing or logo designing uh, app. Now, I do want to give a disclaimer here. In doing my research on this particular app, I looked at all the reviews, and these <laughs> reviews are all over the friggin' map. Literally, there are there are high-quality and unique five-star reviews, but there are also plenty of one-star reviews. And really, this kind of comes down to an interesting preference. It's an app for making logos. It's not a professional design app. It's not Photoshop. But you know what? It's interesting. If you don't have a logo for your law firm or some other area of your life where you desperately need a logo, like, you know, your CrossFit life, you create one right inside this app. Now, one thing I will say is it does appear that the in-app purchases are pretty much mandatory. But for $7, you actually get access to all of the locked designs, colors, everything. It's not a super high-quality logo, but it might be what you need. It might work for you. It's not a professional designer, but $7 is a hell of a lot cheaper than a professional designer. So, you know what? It might actually be worth a try. Okay, that's it for our traditional apps. Time for the honorable mention. Flyover Country. This is an app by Shane Loeffler. It's a free app. Now, this one's, you know, it's, it's an interesting app. If you're, if you're a traveler... Uh, you're familiar with the refrain from the pilot suggesting that you look left or look right and pretend as though the tiny specks you see on the ground are the interesting objects that the pilot mentions. I'm actually fairly confident that it's a well-accepted joke within the aviation field that they could say whatever they want 
everyone would assume they're correct. Well, this is actually a more interesting approach. You get to actually learn about the world along the path of your flight, hike, or a road trip based on GPS tracking. Now, the cool part is there's an offline GPS system. What you do is you, while you're in Wi-Fi or using your cellular signal, you identify your trip, and then you select the route that's going to be taken that they pull up, and you get offline geologic maps and interactive points of interest. You get the locations of fossils and geo-reference Wikipedia articles, uh, visible from your airplane seat, visible from the, you know, the cliff overhanging a giant canyon, or some hiking trail. You even get a guide from rocks from above for interpreting and identifying landscapes and structures. It's a pretty cool concept, and if you're a constant traveler, it's a nice way to throw a little distraction into your flight. All right, that is it for the multi-platform apps. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review Podcast. If you're interested in iOS, stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. Don't forget to follow all the latest on tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. We are back on the Legal Technology Review podcast, talking about the best new apps for lawyers from March 2016, and we're on to iOS. And the first app on our list is Cryptomator by Tobias Hangman. This is an app for $1.99, and if you're pretty much, you know, a human now, you use cloud-based storage system for something. Uh, Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, iCloud. And you probably actually use something like this for your law firm, even though you've been told not to. Do you encrypt your files when they're there? Of course you do. Do you encrypt your files before they get there? Probably not. Most of the encryption systems that we use now will encrypt a file once it is at rest. Because this is important, there's three different categories for data when it comes to security. There's data in use, data at rest, and data in transit. Now, data in use, obviously, is when it's being used. Data at rest is once it's been saved where it's sitting. So that's in Dropbox. But data in transit doesn't mean just being sent over email or by message. It also means when it's going from point A to point B within your system. So from your computer to Dropbox. That data is at risk. Now, using systems like a VPN can help. But if someone's able to see the data that's being uploaded, you need, to, you need it to be protected. If you use free Wi-Fi, you need it to be protected even more. Cryptomator encrypts data before it gets sent to the cloud and decrypts it once it gets back. Using 256-bit encryption, Cryptomator works for most cloud-based storage solutions, including Google Drive, iCloud, Dropbox. And even though there's only an iOS app for it right now, a desktop and Android app are on the way. This is a very useful system. If you use encryption in a cloud-based storage system, you should really consider taking a look at something that does end-to-end encryption for data in transit. All right, next on the list, this is an app I'm actually very excited about, Ulysses Mobile by the Solman. Uh, it's, it's a $24.99 app. Um, it is free for existing users of, of Ulysses. Ulysses is the very popular distraction-free writing app for Mac. This is an app that has millions of dedicated users globally. It is a phenomenal app for the for the Mac desktop. It's one of my favorite writing apps. If you like something that blocks everything out so that you can just write, this is a terrific app. And now it is available on iPhone and iPad. Featuring cross-platform synchronization, spotlight integration, iPad Pro compatibility, including split view and slide over, and 3D touch-enabled use, Ulysses is a great way to capture your writing on an iPad. As a bonus, well, as a bonus, the mobile version is nearly a fully-featured version of the 
$50 Ulysses desktop app. This is really pretty cool because most of these systems that are coming out now, they do not do a fully featured version on an app. Even, even Microsoft's Word for mobile devices is not the fully featured Office 365 version. Ulysses has dark-like writing modes, writing statistics, goals, tools for markdown, annotations, and the ability to add pictures, links, notes. Probably the coolest feature, though, that's been updated on both the desktop and the mobile version is you can import text directly into either the desktop or mobile version directly from Microsoft Word. Now, that's pretty useful for lawyers considering how reliant we are on Word. I absolutely love Ulysses, and I'm psyched that it is available on iOS, and I'm particularly psyched that it's such a fully featured version. Okay, next on the list is Scanner Pro 7. This is an update of the app by Riedel. Uh, it's, this app goes for $3.99. Scanner Pro 7 is already one of the best scanner apps on the market. In fact, ABA Tech Show, we were talking in our Common Grounds iOS and Android apps, we were talking about available scanner apps. My favorite scanner app, for free anyways, is Office Lens. Uh, Tom Miguel says his is Genius Scan. Well, I was actually fairly confident that after we suggested that there was going to be a riot in the room because we did not include Scanner Pro 7 on this list. And the reason we didn't was because it was uh, a $4 app that's iOS only. And we were trying to look, come on, common grounds people here. Well, Scanner Pro 7 is already one of the best scanner apps on the market. It is iOS only, it is $4, but it is a phenomenal app. Well, it's the, and the update that it got last month did some amazing things. First, it revamped the design completely. Makes it a very good looking app, but that's not what we're here for. Scanner Pro now has better color processing and features that make it even easier to scan open books. Have you ever tried to scan a federal reporter? This is an amazing update. Additionally, you got built-in text recognition. No need to OCR these PDFs, which can be a royal pain in the ass. Take a lot of them. This is an excellent update to an already amazing app. Okay, next on the list for iOS is Kaboom by Anchor Free Inc. This is a free app, and this is, a, this is an interesting one. It's a keyboard. It's an iOS keyboard that is also a messaging service. Well, what you type, type a message on Kaboom. Identify the recipient from your contacts, and you add any media, photos, videos, whatever, and then you set a condition, be it a certain amount of time or a certain number of views the link to the message self-destructs. That's right, this is one of those apps that I'm telling you about so that you know when you ask in Discovery that you need to be requesting information on ephemeral apps. This is like WhatsApp, this is like Snapchat. You have to remember that ephemeral messaging will change the way lawyers go about collecting and discovering important information, particularly in Discovery. But it's not just Discovery. You have to get this from your own clients too. Like most messaging services, these messages are sent just like most messaging services. But what happens is, the data on the end of the message, which is through a link, is gone. So you're not talking about a recoverable message that you could get from Facebook. You're talking about a link that is no longer there. This is something you need to know about. It could be good for using with your clients, but the bottom line is I'm not sure that you want information being sent to or from your clients that is destroyed based on how long it's been there or how many times it's been viewed. All right, that's it for our primary apps for iOS. It's time to talk honorable mention. The first on the list is Instaround for Instagram by the Tumbleweed Brothers. This is a free app, and I would call this a social media app, except it's got some interesting uh, features that might be useful to a lot of lawyers out there. Instaround advertises itself as a simple app to discover what is going around your area or your favorite spot in the world through the Instagram pictures that are being taken there. This is a geocentric review of Instagram photos. 
You explore any area using the map or search any location around the world to find the Instagram photos that are being updated in those locations, and you get it in real time. You can find locations based on individual people as well. That means if you're trying to track what someone's doing, where someone is or who someone's with, this might be an interesting way to do so, and to do so photos that could be incriminating later. Discover you know, pictures and places around you or wherever you want to select. Find the very latest in real-time photos. Search anywhere around the world, and you can even reverse engineer this. You can look at a photo and you can find out where that picture was taken. Now the way this could get really interesting is if you could pick a location and then pick a date in the past. Just imagine being able to find the Instagram photos taken around a scene of an accident. Could be pretty pretty darn useful. Alright, next app on the list is Plan by Plan Inc. This is a free app and this is a, a another a new unique take on a calendar and task management app. Um, Plan allows you to you know, plan your entire day in one place. So it's both a calendar and a to-do list. Everything you have to do, everywhere you have to be, everyone you have to meet, it's all put into one view on your app. It's today. You plan out your day, you block out time to work on important tasks, you create meetings, you invite teammates, you, you know, are then able to view your upcoming day. You also can view week, month. You know what's coming. It's a very nice, intuitive uh, system. It, it looks really good, very aesthetically pleasing. You can see meetings, you see what time you have to work on your tasks and your upcoming due dates, and it's all together. Now, the one area that this is really cool, it's you know, that's somewhat different from other apps that do similar stuff, is that you can manage projects. This is a personal task management app that also serves as a project management app. You can add tasks to different lists and outline steps that are needed to accomplish each task. It may seem like a you know, you know, the simple aspects of subtasking in task management, but once you combine that with a calendar to schedule free time, you actually have the makings of an interesting project management app. Not what it's initially designed for, maybe not be great for it, but since it's free, may as well give it a try. Okay, that is it for our iOS apps. Stick around for Android coming up next. If you're enjoying this podcast, head over to iTunes. Look up the Legal Technology Review and leave us a rating and review. While you're there, you can go ahead and subscribe to the Legal Technology Review podcast and never miss an episode or any of the great information on tools and technology for legal service professionals. Welcome back. We're talking about the best new apps for lawyers released or updated in March 2016, and we are now on to Android. And first on the list is a big update, and it's... You know, they just keep showing up on my list because they, quite frankly, have the best apps out right now. Microsoft updates to its Power 3 of Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Well, there's no denying that PowerPoint has had an interesting month. Uh, their their big build conference happened last week, and the one thing they didn't do is mention the Windows Mobile. And when pressed, they basically acknowledged that it's simply not something they're interested in working on right now. On the other hand, their push into Apple's and Google's territory continues unabated. Not only are they introducing full versions of all of their Microsoft systems on both iOS and Android, they're making sure that their flagship programs compete directly with the flagship programs on those systems. This month, they're taking aim at Google's Android-based productivity apps with the update to their flagship Office programs. All three apps, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, have been given the autosave feature. This means they autosave to OneDrive, in 
you know, with configurable autosave settings. You can turn it off if you want to, you can change the time, but the big thing is it's now available for Office 365 users and is an important collaboration tool. Another tool available on all three apps is version history. Now, autosave and version history, let's face it, these two put together are productivity essentials. You can view or restore early versions of a document across all three platforms. Individually, uh, the biggest update is to Word, and you get the addition of collaborative editing. Now, the key part about this is you have to remember that Word was always the in-office productivity system, but Google Docs was the gold standard for collaboration. It was the differentiator. It was why you needed Google Docs. Well, no longer. Given the overall level of familiarity that most people in the legal profession have with Word, this could actually be a game changer and make it so that Google Docs is no longer relevant to most lawyers who aren't diehard Google Apps fanatics. Now you still have to pay for Word, and it's still early. Probably going to need to forgive a few bugs. With Excel, uh, Excel is actually kind of the neglected one of the bunch. They're getting a fill handles for uh, dragging across the screen. You can uh, automatically fill a range of cells. PowerPoint, one of the cool things that they've added is they've incorporated one of the, the neat new features from the PowerPoint 2016, which is Designer. Uh, upload a picture into PowerPoint, and Designer will actually help you create the best possible slide to visually accompany that picture. You're also now able to insert pictures and images directly from your Android uh, device's camera. And collaborative authoring is now fully featured enabled on PowerPoint. All right, next on the list is another update. It's True Caller by True Software Scandinavia. This is a free app, and uh, well, there's there's two updates to True Caller this month. I'm going to go with the their, their first one is changing the nature of their app. Uh, initially, TrueCaller was what's called a caller identification service. Uh, basically, you could see who was calling you even if they were blocked or unknown. This was great for you know blocking spam and telemarketers, things like that. Well, TrueCaller received a massive update to not only improve its quality for blocking telemarketers and unknown callers, it has now integrated the dialer features from its companion app, making TrueCaller an effective replacement for the, your stock phone app. Another cool aspect that they've added to it is there's now what's called an availability feature. If you open up TrueCaller and select who you're going to call, and that, you know, for all the users that also have TrueCaller on their phone, you can see who's available. What happens is TrueCaller will look at your calendar, and if you're in a meeting, it'll actually designate you as unavailable, busy. You can't be reached. It also will, it also knows if you're on the phone. So, you open up your contacts list. Anyone who's got TrueCaller, if they're not, uh, if their calendar indicates they're doing something that would suggest that they're busy, based on keywords and a small and a smart call history, uh, you'll know whether or not you can give them a call. Another good part is they got uh, even if contacts aren't in your uh, contact book or address book, unknown numbers get replaced with real numbers based on a smart call history. And one of the big things is this is still based on the uh, community-based spam list of over 200 million users. If a telemarketer calls, you'll know it and you won't have to answer the phone to find out. Okay, next app on the list, Video Meeting Plus by Cyberlink.com. This is a free app that uh, I find to be really cool. Okay, if you're an attorney and you uh, have any interest in video conferencing for any aspect of your job, you probably use Skype or Google Hangouts. GoToMeeting is another very good uh, system, but it's more expensive. Well, Video Meeting Plus has decided that they want to be able to bridge the gap a little bit between Hangouts, Skype, and go to meeting. So, video meeting is an app that allows you to get a multi-camera perspective using the free video conferencing. Now, you could shell out a ton of money for a tag team videographer setup if you really wanted to have multiple cameras, 
but you don't need to anymore. Video Meeting Plus is free and adds much needed flexibility to your video conferencing or depositions by turning your phone or tablet into a second camera. It's designed to be directly compatible with Skype and Google Hangouts, so all you have to do is scan the code into the app and it'll automatically link directly with the call. You can display visuals. This is the important part. So you've got a primary camera focused on a person, okay? Now you've got your phone with Video Meeting Plus on it. Using that camera, you can take a look at a whiteboard, take a look at an exhibit, look at a demonstration. You can capture the actions of people who aren't necessarily speaking, not necessarily the focus. Um, for example, that attorney doesn't understand what a talking objection is or why it's not generally looked upon kindly to instruct the witness how to answer. Um, on the other side, you're actually able to combine both fields. It feeds into a dual video viewer and while using it can make freeze frame views of individual shots. You can record the video, which is very nice. You can add annotations and you can even boost the quality of video through digital enhancements. Okay, next on the list, we've got another update here. This is Todoist by Doist Inc., which is a free app, um, probably my favorite task management app. Now, last month, Todoist rolled out a brand new series of features and design for the iOS version. And it's always nice when companies create what amounts to an artificial conflict by having a universal app and then updating them at different times. Um, Todoist has done this a lot, but any, anyways. Last month, Todoist updated the iOS app to include a lot of great new features, and they've brought those features to end. Uh, most apparent thing for regular users is going to be a new look, but best new item is the quick add feature. Now, quick add allows you to set and manage tasks using natural language. You can, uh, you know, using voice recognition and say on your phone that you want to set a recurring appointment to pay the energy bill, add a hashtag home, and add a add your roommate as a contact, and it will automatically come up with a tag uh, to indicate that this is a, a bill for your home. It'll uh, set a recurring time. It knows, you know, what information to add to it. It'll actually look for dates, tags, people, and more that might be important. Uh, this is a really cool feature, and the natural language tools in Todoist and Wonderlist, actually, as well, are fantastic. There are also a couple new shortcuts available. Uh, my favorite, though, is Todoist allows you to create entire new projects, and you're actually able to now title them using only emoji. I think that is something that is we all agree is absolutely essential. All right, well, that is it for the primary apps on Android. Let's head to honorable mention. The first is an update to Android Wear. It's obviously an app by Google Inc. This is a free app. This is basically the system that lets you run your Android Wear watch. The Android Wear OS and companion app were updated this month with several key features. First, they've updated the ability to play sounds and to take calls on watches with a speaker. They also have new wrist gestures to control your watch with one hand and additional language options just in case you uh, were really disappointed by the fact that uh, Dutch and Indonesian were not available. However, this is the one I actually think is critical for lawyers given the discussions about encryption and, and privacy. There is now Android Wear support for sending WhatsApp, WeChat, Viber, Telegram message via voice or via touch. That's right, you can now send end-to-end -end encrypted messages, Dick Tracy style. Pretty cool, huh? Alright, next on the list is Polite by Cameron Stefan. This is a free app. Uh, this is a, a neat little utility. In talking uh, at the ABA Tech Show last month, one of the things I discussed was if this, then that. And there's an interesting thing on Android you can do is to set it for, uh, set your phone to go to silent or in a certain ge uh, geographical location. 
what a great tool for making sure that you're not the idiot that has your phone go off in court. But that does mean you actually have to set the geographic location of the courthouse, every courthouse, and assume that it works right. Um, I'm not really sure that's something I would want to leave to chance, but it also means that you're not dictating that change yourself. Your phone can interrupt you at the worst times, and it could be in a meeting, you know, it could be in court. Now, this app allows you to choose specific events in your calendar when you need your phone to be quiet. All you have to do is select keywords such as meeting, hearing, trial, deposition, that are in the title or description of the event. Then Polite will make sure that your phone stays quiet during any event that matches the keywords in your calendar. Select specific calendar events by keyword or description. You can have you can have it match all of that events. You can select specific calendars. So if you have a personal and a business calendar, you can have one. Uh, one will trigger Polite, the other one will not. You're also able to create multiple rules if you operate with the donate version. Now, this is a free app, uh, but the donate version is available if you are interested in, quote, feeding a college student. Give the app a try. If you like it, donate. That's how these apps get made. Okay, next on the list is an update to Google Drive, obviously by Google Inc., a free app. This is app that connects to Google's cloud-based storage. For whatever reason, despite the fact that Google was very interested in updating all of their apps and having the top level of all of their apps for Android, the one that they just never seemed to care much for was Google Drive. With the latest update, you're no longer limited to basic management functions in Google Drive. The reason this is kind of stunning is because Dropbox and Box and iCloud, well, pretty much everyone else, OneDrive, they all made a lot of these changes over a year ago, and Google Drive is finally getting around to it. Now, with this update, you can edit and sort documents easily from within the Drive app. There's a swift editing feature that has been added, so you no longer have to exit the app and open a different one just to make changes. Now, you just click on the edit button, and you're taken directly to your editor of choice, be it Photos, be it Google Docs, or be it your device's native editor. One of the other interesting things is you are now able to reverse sort docs. Instead of being A to Z, you can now do Z to A. Anyone who doesn't think this is a big deal has never had to deal with a long list of items with no reverse so uh, search. For example, I use full contact. Uh, I have 4,000 plus contacts. You cannot order your lists by reverse uh, alphabetical order, nor can you search just by the first letter of the last name. It's a royal pain in the ass. Reverse sort is critical. It may seem small, but try going without it you'll understand how terrible that is. Overall, a great update dramatically increases the utility of Google Drive. Well, that is all of our apps for this month. Like I mentioned to you before, there is uh, nothing from the Windows Phone people. And unfortunately for those of you who may be uh, Windows Phone users, doesn't sound like there's uh, much coming down the pipe either. You're listening to the Legal Technology View podcast. We will be right back. forget you can subscribe to the legal technology review on any of your favorite podcast apps or over at itunes just search for legal technology review or the cyber advocate also don't forget you can get all the information on the latest tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com Thanks for listening, and this and that is it for the best new apps from March of 2016. I did want to let you know that uh, we are about ready to kick second season, as it were, of Legal Technology Review into high gear. Uh, so look for new episodes coming soon. I'll be interviewing as many people as I possibly can. 
One that I'm really looking forward to coming up soon is Larry Port from Rocket Matter is going to show us exactly what they did to overhaul Rocket Matter to make it the best looking legal practice management system we've seen. Uh, officially kicking into high gear this month. This is in uh, this wonderful, beautiful April. Uh, don't forget, sharing is caring. If you like what you hear on the Legal Technology Review podcast, share us on social media. Send us via email to your coworkers and your friends that you think might like it. That's how people find out about us. That are, you know, my harassing them in person. So we don't want that. Just, you know, go ahead and share us. You can also subscribe to Legal Technology Review via iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. This has been the Legal Technology Review. I am Brian Folk. And I will see you next time.